0: Greetings in Christ Jesus, and welcome once again to the Twin Steeples podcast. Twin Steeples is a production of Emanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church here in Mankato, Minnesota, whose main goals are to share God's saving word and to communicate the ongoing activity of Christ's kingdom here at Emanuel. Thank you for joining us today. Today is Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023. I'm your host, Pastor Joe Nauman, joined today by Pastor Neil Radical. It's been a few weeks since we've sat down and done this. Pastor, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm blessed. How are you doing? Doing very well. Uh, this morning, we're going to begin with a brief devotional thought based on Psalm 27. Pastor, you want to lead us through that?
1: Yeah, just two verses here. And we think of the psalmist, We think of David saying this when he's on the run from Saul and what he's seeking for in his life, and he says, One thing I have desired of the Lord, Jehovah, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret place of his tabernacle he shall hide me, he shall set me high upon a rock. So I just was going to focus on the first verse, if you want to focus on the second one, but certainly share your thoughts about either... The whole idea of what is our focus in life, you know, what is it that we desire? And you know, we know that our desires of our heart, desires of our flesh are sinful from our youth. But the Lord reminds us here through David that throughout life there's the one thing needful, the one thing that's important to seek as we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. As Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, we want to dwell in God's house all the days of my life. So it's interesting that David's talking about here of his earthly life and how he he desires to be in the Lord's house. And many years of his life he couldn't do that, again, because he was on the run from Saul. But his desire was to worship the Lord in his house, in the temple, and worship and hear the word of God and sing those praises with his fellow believers. But ultimately, David also is looking ahead to eternal life, where all of our eternal days will be able to be with the Lord. That's why he ends that verse by saying, "...to behold the beauty of the Lord." What a joy that is to inquire in His temple. We can look forward to that today. We can ask questions. We're in God's house, as far as hearing His answers, but find the beauty of the gospel, find the beauty of our Savior, the beauty of our God. There, there's just a lot in these verses. I think are so powerful.
0: Yeah, and, you know, with verse five talking about the trouble that comes our way. You know, when we when we are in trouble, when we are in difficulty and struggles, you know, where do you turn to? Where do you go? And maybe the first answer that most people have is not. You know, when I'm in trouble, I go to church. Although that's what used to be the case. You know, if when people were in uh, real trouble, or if they were running from the law, or something like that, you'd go and you'd hide out. You'd you'd uh, you'd plead for sanctuary. You bang on the church door and you'd say, "Sanctuary, sanctuary, help, help!" And the church was a place where you could hide, where you could you know uh, they would give you asylum in the church and where the laws of uh, the land didn't necessarily apply in the in the church in that way. Um, and you know that's. Not, certainly not the case today, you know, <laughs> don't come hide here if you're in trouble from the law. But uh, that's what uh, David here, he says, if you're in trouble, he'll hide me in his pavilion in the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. And I want to talk about what is the secret place of his tabernacle. You know, David wanted to build a temple for God. He was not allowed to build a temple for God. That was the job God reserved for his son Solomon. So David, his whole life, worshipped in the tabernacle. Still, the tabernacle that had been built uh, hundreds of years earlier uh, under the leadership of Moses uh, back in the book of Exodus. That the the temple is described, or the excuse me, the tabernacle is described. They built it there in the wilderness. They carried it through for the wandering in the wilderness for uh, forty years. It dwelt in uh, the land of Israel for hundreds of years until finally David made Jerusalem the capital when he was the king and that's when that tabernacle moved to the the what we call now the temple mount but that's where the tabernacle was and that's where David worshiped his whole life later after Solomon became king he would build that temple so what's the secret place in the tabernacle well the tabernacle had an outer courtyard where the where the sacrifices would take place a big big uh, altar there where the burnt offerings would take place and inside the tent there was a uh, the holy place, as we know, where there was the showbread and the the lamp and the uh, offering of the incense offering altar as well. But the secret place was the the holy of holies. That was the that was the place where, if you know your Old Testament, you know the high priest was only allowed to go there one day a year on the uh, on the uh, day of atonement when he would offer up the blood of the lamb for the sins of the people. And so, what is the secret place of the tabernacle where God will hide David? Well, the holy of holies and David was never allowed in there. He was never allowed in there during his lifetime. He could not hide in the Holy of Holies because that was place was reserved for uh, for the high priest that one day a year. And yet here he says, in the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. So what does David mean? Well, the tabernacle and the Holy of Holies really was a symbol, wasn't it? It was a symbol of just the fact that we don't have access to God on our own. You can't just approach the Holy Almighty God on your own, because you're a sinner and so you need a priest to go do that for you. But what David recognized and what we're taught throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament is that God is making a way of access for us, and we find out the way of that access is through Jesus Christ, um, through the blood of the Lamb that was offered on the mercy seat of God once and for all through the High Priest, Jesus Christ, who is both the sacrifice and the priest who took away all of our sins. And because of that now, you and I can hide in that secret place, the tabernacle, as well. Um, The New Testament we're told that you, you and your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. You are the secret place of the tabernacle now, and so God dwells in you just as you dwell in God, and that's the beautiful thing. So, de, you know, where can we go when we're in trouble? Where can we hide? We can hide at the mercy seat of God in the secret place of the temple, in that holy of holies, because now we have direct access to that through God the Father uh, and, and through Jesus Christ, giving us access to God the Father, and because of that now we can have complete peace no matter what trouble we're in and so that you think of that desire you talked about pastor in verse four the desire that thing we want to seek it's it's that that place of peace that place of access to god that place of mercy and love at the the seat of god and because of that now he, david concludes in verse five he shall set me high upon a rock um that because you know think of you know, when we're in trouble we hide but when we're protected we can be set high on this rock and that's what God does for us. He says, look, you're you're protected because of what I've done for you. There's no trouble on this earth. There's no difficulty or challenge, temptation, or trial that you can't overcome through the blood of Jesus Christ who cleanses you from all sins and through the strength that God gives you. So um, beautiful couple verses here that you picked out, Pastor. I really appreciate that. It really, really focuses in our thoughts on that mercy seat of God, on that secret place in the tabernacle, on that uh, uh, place that we desire. And that's why we come back to church over and over again each week. You know, we come to church to hear about the gospel of God once again, to behold the beauty of the Lord, to learn about who he is and what he did for us, and uh, to grow in our faith and trust toward him. Yeah, He's our. I love the way he said that. I mean, he's our refuge in our
1: times of trouble, and, you know, Christ is our rocks. So what else do we need? And, I, you know, I didn't realize it, but it kind of points ahead to the worship service this weekend as we talk about how the Lord uses challenges and troublesome times in our life to bring us to that refuge. So it's it's nice kind of warm-up for this weekend too where we can find refuge in the Lord Jesus again. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, continue to work on our hearts. Continue to send the Holy Spirit to create a place of rest and haven there for you. Portion out in our life the one thing needful. Make that our priority, the one thing that we desire and seek. Because we know at times of trouble will come upon us and upon our families. We know you will be there to lead us through. We know you'll be there to be our strength when we're weak. We know you'll be there to continue to encourage us with your words of promise. Lord Jesus, we know that you're with us today. We pray that you bless every single one of us with the joy of your confident gospel that you give us every single day. Lord Jesus, thank you for the opportunity to spend time in your word again. In your name we pray
0: amen amen all right some weekly updates and reminders um, last week we wrapped up our Amos study so I was doing the midweek Bible class for two weeks there the online one we wrapped that up kind of last week uh, thank went you for, through the paper so thank you for doing that yeah right. um, it was a good study hopefully people appreciated it um, if you want to know more about that you can sure get a hold of me um, and uh, I can share that that paper with you uh, pastors gonna pick it back up again this week with uh, how, do you, how, do you say, how do you say that Well, there's a bunch
1: of different ways to say it. It's beth Shan, which is... I've been doing a lot of work on this one, because at first when we went there, I was kind of overwhelmed. It's basically a huge Roman city, but there's a tell there, which is a hill, that goes all the way back to, like, past... Well, it's Canaanites. So the only thing that's really recorded in the Bible about that, besides the ancestry history there, is this is where Saul's body and his son's body were hung on the wall. And uh, so it's interesting because then the Romans came and built this huge city that was underground. So what was overwhelming was that there's this huge city that has been excavated. And so it's just, it's just a major thing. So it's kind of interesting from that standpoint that there's like 2,000 years of, well, more than 2,000 years of history at this place. And uh, the Lord shows pride and humility both with Saul and with the Romans and the Byzantines who he just flattened the city with an earthquake. Like the 700, so it's kind of kind of fantastic. I'm excited about it, probably because I've put a lot of time into studying this one. But
0: all right, well, we look forward to that. Uh, school began here two days ago. Uh, things are rocking and rolling uh, here at Emanuel Lutheran School. So we're very blessed to have a uh, another year begun. Uh, so please keep the school and, and the teachers and the students uh, in your prayers as they continue on in this year. Especially the last few days have been so hot and yeah. hot and brutal. Uh, Kids have been staying inside mostly for recess. So uh, keep the school in your prayers. Man up! Weekend is coming up September twenty-first through twenty-fourth. I think the deadline for that is September first. If you want to get the discount, the discounted rate, which is seventy-five bucks. Yeah, and it doubles after that. Yeah, so it's one hundred fifty bucks if you sign up after that. So if you'd like to sign up, now is the time to do it. Get early uh, before September first to get signed up for that. Uh, as far as our prayer list today, we continue to pray for our cancer patients Carrie Dale, John Hine, and Will Rucker. And then we also keep in our prayers all those affected by the fires. Obviously, there was the ones in Hawaii that took place last week, but uh, there's been a few emails going across clergy talk about uh, the dangers posed to some of our members in both the Spokane area and also in British Columbia, up where we have a CLC church up there. Some pretty end-of-the-world-looking pictures we got from Pastor Dave Rhyme up there uh, in in, in British Columbia. So uh, we have had CLC members who have evacuated their homes and so forth, so... uh, Definitely keep them all in your prayers. I talked to Pastor Drew Nauman yesterday, who's uh, in one of the Spokane
1: congregations there, and they've had families, again, almost had their homes destroyed like a football football field away. But he just said yesterday that they got a little bit of rain that helped dissipate a lot of the smoke. Mm. Uh, They had very, very dangerous levels of smoke there. And um, so the Lord sent some rain, so he's been answering our prayers and helping calm some of those fires down. That's good to hear. Our hymn of the day today is hymn 276 with the psalm and with the prayers that we have here. It seems fitting that we use this hymn, Come Unto Me, You Weary, our Lord Jesus says. Come unto me, you weary, and I will give you rest, O blessed voice of Jesus which comes to hearts oppressed. It tells of benediction, of pardon, grace, and peace, of joy that hath no ending, of love which cannot cease. Come unto me, ye wanderers, and I will give you light, O loving voice of Jesus, which comes to cheer the night. Our hearts were filled with sadness, and we had lost our way, but thou hast brought us gladness and songs at break of day. Come unto me, ye fainting, and I will give you life, O cheering voice of Jesus, which comes to aid our strife. The foe is stern and eager, the fight is fierce and long, but thou hast made us mighty and stronger than the strong. And whosoever cometh, I will not cast him out. O patient love of Jesus, which drives away our doubt, which, though we be unworthy of love so great and free, invites us very sinners to come, dear Lord, to thee. Amen.